amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it's me, Robbie V, and I'm back. Hola, yo soy Robbie V, y aquí estoy otra vez. Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Speak English audio experience. I'm so sorry. I have been away during the summer. Pero ya sabes, el ritmo en verano es diferente. It's a different speed of life, a different pace. Como me gusta ese vocabulario. Pace, speed. It's a different pace of life. A different rhythm in the summer. And, uh, yeah, I've been enjoying the beach quite a bit. So, yeah, I apologize. And isn't that nice vocabulary? To apologize, pedir disculpas, pedir perdón, to say sorry, genial, o también se puede decir, to apologize. I apologize for being away. I apologize for being absent, un poco ausente, a little bit absent. But I'm back and hopefully I will be able to upload a new podcast every week. Semanalmente, weekly. Every week I'm going to try to upload a new podcast. So today we have a special edition for my return. Today we have a Q&A session. Wow, we. I can't wait to answer your questions. El otro día en Instagram. Subí un story. I uploaded a little story the other day uh, asking you for your questions about the English language. Muchas gracias por todas las preguntas. He recibido un montón. I have received so many messages on Instagram, some DMs. Here we go. DM direct message. I have received so many direct messages on Instagram with questions about the English language. So, here's the first one from Mora Garcia. Thank you so much for your question, Mora. And Mora's question is the following. ¿En qué momento se usa want y wanna? Well, that's a really good question, Mora. Want. So, el verbo querer in English, to want. Y luego, si pones un verbo después de want, tienes que decir want to. Por ejemplo... Yo quiero ir, I want to go. Ellos quieren venir, they want to come. Pues wanna es la contracción informal de want to. I want to, I wanna. So, yo quiero ir, I want to go. O también, I wanna go. Y suena más natural así. I wanna go. Ellos quieren venir. They want to come. Or, más natural, they wanna come. So, wanna is the informal contraction of want to. That's right. And in el día a día, when you're speaking in day-to-day -day life, wanna is so common. 
But it's a little bit informal and I would definitely not recommend writing WANA in formal emails or formal documents. It's better to you know, write properly and correctly. So, but if, it's a, but if it's a text message, then for sure you can use it. So thank you so much for your question, Mora Garcia. Yeah. And then we had another question here from, a ver... Ibet Hernández. So I received a DM from Ibet. Thank you so much for your DM. Thank you so much for your direct message. Buenas tardes. Disculpe. Well, that's very formal, very polite. Disculpe. ¿Cómo se habla de usted? That's a super interesting question, Ibet. And in English... We don't use that. We don't have that usted thing where you use the third person when you're talking to someone that you respect or maybe someone who's older than you. That um, es una forma de mostrar respeto, tratar a alguien de usted. Um, but in English, we don't really have that. I mean, in English, you could say like sir or miss. Or if the woman is married, Mrs. So for a man, you would say Mr. Y luego el apellido. Entonces yo me llamo Robbie Vincent. Pues si quieres tratarme de usted en inglés, me tienes que llamar Mr. Vincent. Or if a woman is married, you would say Mrs. And if a woman isn't married, you would say Miss. So yeah, that's a way of showing respect. Um... Another way could be, yes, yeah, sir or madam. Yeah, so you could use Mr., Miss or Mrs. Or you could say sir or madam. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, madam. Es una manera un poco más informal. Pero eso de, de usted y hablar en tercera persona, no, we do not use that in English. But, yeah, that's a really cool question. So yeah, Mr. for a man, or Sir, um, or then Miss or Mrs. for a woman, depending on if she's married or not. Cool. So thank you so much for that question. We're going to move on here. I'm just looking through my DMs. I've got so many. Recibo un montón todos los días. I'm so grateful. Muy agradecido. I'm so grateful for that. Thank you so much. And we have one here. And Raquel has sent a voice message. So let's listen to Raquel's voice message. Hola, Robbie. Diferencias entre ida y nida. No sé si lo pronuncio bien. Gracias. Okay, Raquel, thank you so much for your question. That's a really good question. Either and neither. So let's first talk about pronunciation. So either could be pronounced like that, either. O también se puede decir either as well. Either, genial. Either, también me gusta. Lo que no mola nada es either. Either, fatal. It's not either, it's either or either. Perfect. And then we've got neither, está bien así, o neither, genial. Lo que no mola nada es 
Neither. Neither no me gusta nada. It's neither or neither. Mm. And then we can give you some examples. So, for example, I could say... Um, a mí no me gusta la cebolla. Es verdad. I don't like onion. I hate onion. So I could say, a mí no me gusta la cebolla. And then maybe my friend could say, pues a mí tampoco. So he could say, I don't like onion either. A mí tampoco me gusta la cebolla. I don't like onion either. Or he could say, a mí tampoco. Y ya, sin más, pues en inglés sería, me neither. O me neither. También. So yeah, you could use that in those ways. Um, yo no vivo en la ciudad. I don't live in the city. Y luego otro dice, pues yo tampoco, tío. I don't live in the city either. O, más sencillo, me neither. O me neither. It's the same. Cool. So there we go, Raquel. Nice question. And we've just given you some examples of how to use that. Thank you so much for the question, Raquel. We've got another one here from... Cristina. Angel's Cub is her Instagram name. Cristina. I received this DM from Cristina. Thank you so much for the question, Cristina. Tengo dudas de cómo pronunciar vegetable. So, verdura o en plural, verduras en inglés se dice vegetable in singular, or vegetables in plural. So, yeah. Super easy, I think, but the main thing to remember is the pronunciation of the V, of course, at the beginning. So it's not B, no. The V in English is labiodental. Entonces, it's V, V. And then, la G, fuerte, G, G, Veg, Veg. Y luego la E ahí en medio no se pronuncia. Entonces, no es vegetable, no. It's just vegeta, vegeta, vegetable, in plural, vegetables. Mm. Deberías comer más verduras. You should eat more vegetables. It's a very nice sentence, something that we should all do. And yeah, a nice opportunity for us to practice some pronunciation. Tenemos otra pregunta aquí de Ceci Vázquez. Ceci Vázquez tiene otra pregunta sobre la pronunciación. ¿Cuál es la pronunciación correcta de agua? En inglés, por supuesto. Pues tenemos dos opciones. Es una broma continua. It's a, a running joke between people from the States. And also from the uh, from the UK, um, talking about pronunciation, the different pronunciation in the states and the different pronunciation in the UK. Yo no soy de Estados Unidos. Yo tengo un acento británico. Entonces yo digo water, 
o menos formal, no se pronuncia la T. Wua, wua. Eso es muy informal. Suena un poco cutre, pero bueno, yo también a veces lo digo así. Pero yo prefiero wucha. Pero luego, si vas a Estados Unidos, ellos dicen water. El sonido vocálico es diferente. Listen. UK, wall. US, wa, wa, water. Y luego esa terminación. In the UK, water. In the States, water. <laughs> That ending's a bit different. So yeah, water. Da igual, si tú quieres pronunciarlo. Water. Me gusta. Si prefieres decir water, también me gusta. Yo estuve muchos años en Australia. I was in Australia for a long time. Living there in a beautiful place, surfing every day. Good times with my friends, family, my brothers, my sisters. From the land down under. And la pronunciación ahí también es distinto. Más parecido a la pronunciación británica. Pero bueno, um, it's not the same. So yeah, in, in, in Australia, people would probably say water, water, water. I need to drink some water. So yeah, but the most common ones would be the UK, water, the US, water. Y si quieres un rollo australiano, water. <laughs> Thank you for that question, Ceci Vasquez. Very nice. Um... We're going to continue here with some questions. We're going to check out um, who do we have here. Vamos a ver. We've got a question here from... Chris May. So we've got Chris May with 409 followers. Not quite an influencer yet, but... On their way to becoming an influencer. Chris. Hi, Robbie. Algo que nos puedes enseñar en inglés es cómo ordenar, pedir comida. Mucha gente comete errores. Personalmente, yo digo, I will have a Big Mac, please. ¿Es correcto? Es un buen tema. Pues, Chris, tienes razón. Es un buen tema. Es un buen tema. Es a really good topic. Um... Yeah, I mean, for me, it's really common to say, can I have? Can I have a... Yo nunca diría a Big Mac, because I never go to those places to have um, my lunch or my dinner. But, um, yeah, can I have? I would be probably more likely to say, can I have a salad, please? So, yeah, can I have? Está muy bien. Um, you could also say, I will have, but it's not really a question then. It's more like una afirmación. I will have a salad, please. Um, but you wouldn't like ask that as a question. It would be more like a, an affirmative sentence. I'll have a salad, please. I'll have the fish, please. Siempre es importante añadir el please al final. Fundamental. Um... Yo también digo mucho, can I get? 
Can I get a salad, please? Can I get um, a bowl of rice, please? Can I get a bottle of water, please? Or a bottle of water? Can I get a bottle of water, please? Or can I get a bottle of water, please? Um, yeah, I love drinking water. So usually I say, can I have a or can I get a is what I personally say. Inglés útil para el día a día. Muy útil. Thank you so much for your question, Chris. And now we're going to move on and see what else we have here. Um, Carlos. Carlos sent a voice message. So let's check out what Carlos um, wants to ask me. Hi, um, I'm Carlos. I'm from Madrid. I would like to ask you about the difference between at last and at least. I mean, I know that's a big difference. And I don't know how to use them since they're quite similar, but they're applications are very different thank you very much no carlos thank you for your question so carlos's question there was about the difference between at last and at least they look similar they sound a little bit similar but their meanings are different. That's right, Carlos. Um, and it's super easy. Muy sencillo. A ver, at last. Es como decir, por fin. Por fin. Sale el sol. At last. The sun has come out. Por fin. Tengo mi carnet de conducir. At last. I have my driving license. And then we've got at least. At least is like saying al menos. For example, al menos podrías llamarle. At least you can call him. También es como decir por lo menos. Como mínimo. For example, María necesita por lo menos mil euros para pagar sus vacaciones. María needs at least a thousand euros to pay for her holiday. Very nice. So, at least, por lo menos, al menos, como mínimo. What about this example? Él ha perdido su trabajo, pero al menos aún tiene su casa. He lost his job, but at least he still has his home. So there we go. At last, por fin, at least, por lo menos, al menos. Carlos, thank you so much for your question. Okay, guys, that's all I have time for today. Just a short little Q&A session. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you so much for all your questions. I really appreciate the questions. I'll be back next week with a really cool guest. I've got a professional surfer. One of 
the most well-known surfers in Spain. Mm. Un TikToker. Top. A top TikToker like me. And I can't wait to chat to him. His name is Guillermo Carracedo. It's difficult for me to pronounce his name. But uh, yeah, Guille is going to come on the show for a chat. We're going to talk to him about surfing, about his TikTok. He's also a doctor. También es médico. Este tío es un crack. And he will be with us for the next episode. If you like this Q&A session, I do Q&A sessions every two weeks, once every two weeks in my gym. Mi plataforma online, el gym. Como me gusta trabajar en el gym. Yo trabajo exclusivamente en el gym. Si quieres asistir a mis clases, tienes que apuntarte al gym. Porque yo solo doy clases en el gym. Subo todo mi mejor contenido al gym, todos mis mejores vídeos, mis mejores audios, todo está ahí en el gym. Apúntate, yo estaría encantado de trabajar contigo. Tienes información en la descripción de este podcast. Check out the description, there's a link there. And you can sign up, te puedes inscribir y puedes trabajar conmigo. I would love to work with you, so check out the gym. And yeah, don't forget to tune in next week for another episode of the Let's Speak English audio experience with a super special guest. I can't wait. Thank you so much for all the support. I've got big love and big respect for all of you. Nos vemos pronto para más inglés útil para el día a día. Yep. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.